The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast is back. Thank you so much for tuning in. On this episode, we talk game one of the NBA Finals. We also predict where LeBron James may end up next year. And we also dissect the presumed MVP, James Harden. You know what bothered me the most about this performance is I don't really have a problem when you lose the series, you storm off the court. But there's a certain way, particularly Eric Gordon, when the Rockets lost, the way he was dabbing up the Warriors teams like, dude, I get all. I got nothing left to give. I'm cool with this result. But with James Harden, it almost seemed like, man, you had a little more in you. But it's almost like he doesn't even know how to get it out. He literally does not know how to take it to that level because when you watch him play and how skilled he is, he has it. That's what's so frustrating as for the Rockets. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. You're on with Oenyi. It's been a while, I know. But to my left, it's your boy, Chris. What's good, Houston? And I just, I don't don't even think I want to introduce this guy. Yes, he is still on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. He's still here. He's like a cockroach. (laughs) He just won't die. But I love the guy. Across from me is Trey. What's up, Trey? What's up, man? How's it going? It's been better days. It has been? Yeah. It, I think so, too, man. You know, it's it's been a long time. And I know it's, you know, June, but got to give a shout out to, you know, you want to say it for me? Um, Texans no, Nation. No, 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 no. No? Cowboy Nation. <laughs> Laker Nation. The Laker Nation is back, baby. Laker Nation is back. I can't wait. Can't wait. They're going to pick up Lonzo's ball uh, brother, right? They better not, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we do need a ball boy. As only Trey can do it. As only Trey can do it. So let's kick off with the Rockets. The 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 demise of the Rockets, I guess you want to say. Demise. I I know, I know, I know. No, no, no. Calm down. Calm down, Chris. I'm just from what I'm hearing, it seems like it's the demise of the Rockets. The Rockets had a successful season in my eyes. They were the second best team in the league. Overachievers. They were the second best cheat team in the league, um, barring injury. They could play, be playing in the finals right now, but it didn't go that way. They were eliminated before the season started. I said it will be a successful season if they were competitive against the Warriors, which they were, and some. So I can't be mad about that. I just can't. This time last year, I told you what I feel about if should I say it or not. Yeah, go ahead and start off. People forget, you know. So. No, no, I don't think you want me to say what I want to say. But you're right. They did have they had a very successful season. But, and you know, anytime you follow that with but, it was a failure. It was a failure. And and I wouldn't even be saying that if if your superstar, your MVP, MVP, would have played halfway decent in game seven. He had every he had everything right before him. Even if he doesn't win that basketball game, if he just plays well and has a real MVP type performance, I would not be giving him a hard time. But James Harden is James Harden is James Harden. This is true. James Harden is James Harden, but I cannot put all the blame on James Harden. His name is Jimmy now. 
James Harden, whatever you want to call him, the beard, all the blame does not go on him. When you go 0 for 27 from the three-point line in a basketball game versus the Warriors, you have no shot. If they would have hit at least two, maybe three of those shots, like I said, they might be in the finals right now representing the Western Conference. So I can't put all the onus on James Harden. James Harden, he's going to be the MVP this year. He is. We've had this argument before about him being a leader or not. Chris, I don't know how you feel about that now. But last year, Westbrook was the MVP. Every year, the MVP is one man. That's LeBron James. I don't care what you say. The MVP is just a popularity contest for that season, pretty much. And he was the MVP this year. He was. Did he show up in the playoffs? He didn't show up, but he didn't lose the Rockets the championship either. That's how I feel. I think with James Harden in particular, there's a reason why Houston fans don't go to the stadium and cheer that way. Because <laughs> he's hard to root for. I love James Harden. But he's so hard to root for because he's so casual. During game seven, he's walking around. He's taking his time at the free throw line. He's shooting his deep threes that were not going in. Like, as a fan, you're literally screaming at the screen. Like, dude, drive the ball in. You cannot be stopped. And what does he do? He shoots his threes. And after the game, he's so stubborn. They ask him, well, James, why'd you take so many threes? It was because it's what I do. It's what I do. Come on, bro. Drive to the basket. That's what probably frustrates Houston fans the most. When you, I'm not even a Houston Rockets fan. They're not even my side piece, right? The the Rockets aren't. We wouldn't not. have you though. They're not. I, I'm and they come. They solidified it this this season. When you mentioned 0 for 20 something, I didn't know if you were talking about James Harden or the Rockets because both of them had over 20 spells. And as a superstar and as an MVP. At any given time, and I always go back to my main man, Kobe Bryant, or Michael Jordan, or any prolific scorer, you, if Kobe Bryant missed eight or nine shots in a row, I guarantee you the next time he gets that ball, he's going to drive to the basket, try and get a foul, see the ball go in the bucket, and then he'll kill you from outside. Jimmy did not do that. Jimmy settled for those three-pointers, and the Rockets ran home. You're absolutely right. I, but... Can we mark the tape? He said he agreed with something. <laughs> no, no, just... no. He, he's right. <laughs> he's absolutely right. But like I said, I'm going to keep on saying this man's name over and over again. LeBron James. LeBron James is like right here on this level. Everybody else is not a step behind, two steps behind, or even three steps behind. I even believe that Curry, to a certain degree, Kevin Durant, um, whoever else you want to name, is in the same boat as James Harden. No, sir. That's what I believe right now. Because if you can – Durant has been an MVP, right? Yes. Yeah. Curry's the been real MVP. MVP. All yeah. right. Can you really say that? Durant didn't really show me that much. He has so much around him. He didn't really show me. He didn't push his team over the edge. It was more so Curry than when? anybody. And this is the last series. In the last series against the Rockets? Yes. Did you, yes. Did well, you I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. It's not like it was... Right. It was probably neck help. and neck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Help. As compared to what LeBron James is doing, LeBron James is carrying this whole team on his back. He almost single-handedly won game one of the finals the other night. He scored 50-something. He scored 50 50-something. He scored 50 50 if not for J.R. Smith. Kevin Love had 21 and 13. Oh, Kevin. Oh, call. Here we go. I'm Kevin just Love. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Kevin Love had a good game. Kevin Love is a solid player. But when you mentioned, let's not get there. Let's let's just not do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We'll do that on another podcast. Let's just stick with the Rockets and James Harden. James Harden is going to be MVP this year. Not all MVPs are going to lead their teams to championships, and they're going to be the cause of that. 
It's just that's the way it is. James Harden is just that kind of player. I didn't need a championship out of him. All I needed was for him to say, okay, Chris Paul isn't here. I'm going to put the team on my back. He did not have a LeBron-esque performance. No, you're right. He didn't have a, a situation where a Kobe Bryant or a Kevin Durant or even a Steph Curry in my mind. Like those guys, Russell Westbrook, if mm-hmm. if no, sir, if Westbrook or Durant was out or Paul George is out, Russell Westbrook is going to literally try and will his team to win. And I didn't see that out of heart. You know what bothered me the most about his performance is I don't really have a problem when you lose the series, you storm off the court. But there's a certain way, particularly Eric Gordon, when the Rockets lost – the way he was dabbing up the Warriors teams, like, dude, I gave him all. I Absolutely. got nothing left to give. I'm cool with this result. But with James Harden, it almost seemed like, man, you had a little more in you. But it's almost like he doesn't even know how to get it out. He literally does not know how to take it to that level because when you watch him play and how skilled he is, he has it. That's what's so frustrating as for the Rockets. That's why when the when the Astros are doing good, when you see Altuve and those guys, you could tell they're giving it everything. So if they lost, you can stand up at the end of the game and cheer them. But with the Rockets, you just sit in your seat like, man, this brother didn't even give it all. Yeah. But I know he has it. Yeah. So instead of knocking him, I think he just needs to find how, out how to get to that level. He I don't think he ever do will. It. I don't think he ever will. I, now, this reminds me, I'm not kidding you, this reminds me of Nick Anderson and Dennis Scott and those guys in the early 90s on that on that Magic team that wound up getting beat in the NBA Finals and they never recovered from that. Like the, after the Rockets came back and beat them, they never recovered from that. Clint Capella was flexing on the Warriors first quarter. <laughs> They're about 15. I'm like, and I'm texting people like, these dudes need to stop flexing and play bad. This game is far from over. You've got to play 40. They learned you've got to play 48 minutes. In the first quarter, they're up by 15. So what did they do so well to get up by 15 in the first quarter that the third quarter, they get outscored 33 to 15? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the way I compare it to you, make a good point with Orlando Magic. It can go the Orlando Magic, Oklahoma City Thunder route, or it can go the Dirk Nowitzki route. Where remember they lost that heartbreaking finals, but he he finally figured it out. Yeah. And any basketball fan watching it, when you watch game two of the finals when they're playing the Heat, you knew it was like, okay, it's almost almost <laughs> over. Because this brother gets it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's he gets true. it. That's yeah, but true. even before that loss, you can tell Dirk had that in him. I don't know about that. With James Harden, he's had two significant moments during this run where I'm like, are you just not into it? He had an altercation with um, of course, um, um, they're, uh, Green. Draymond. Draymond Green. And he was just kind of like, looked at the ref like, are you going to do something about this ref? <laughs> and then he had another altercation with the guy from Utah. Uh, the guy with the braids on the back of his head. Big dude. I think it was Crowder or something like oh, that. James Crowder. James Crowder. He had altercation with him. And he did the same thing. He kind of just looked at him and said, oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. And just looked away. Like, he doesn't have that extra push in him. As opposed to Chris Paul. Chris Paul came right back down the court and started shimming in um Curry's face. I love that. I was waiting for Curry to get him back, but Curry showed some class by not doing that, by the way. Oh, he started it, though, brother. But he didn't he do started. it. After Chris Paul went out, he, he did not, he did he not do it. He exactly. disavowed. I thought he that disavowed. was classy. But the James classy. Harden just doesn't have that, you know, I'm going to come back and get at you. He's just even kill, and that's just it. He doesn't have that next level, you know, like Kobe. Kobe has that. He has level after level <laughs> after level. Jordan has level after level after that. LeBron, obviously, has those levels, but Harden doesn't have it, man. I think of all players that Harden needs to probably talk to at the offseason, most people think it's Kobe. I think it's probably Dirk. Because that's somebody who fought so hard to get to the level of, okay, I'm comfortable being a superstar. Now I need to be the superstar that carries a championship. That's interesting. And I think he would need to talk to Dirk 
more than he would need to talk to like a Kobe because Kobe's just going to tell him get the mama mentality. <laughs> if he don't got the mama mentality, it's not going to help you. He needs to talk to somebody who's been in the same shoes as him because I know James Harden works hard. If you notice, every single game one of the series we played as Rockets, he went off. Why? The entire layoff period, he was living in the gym. So he was struggling when it came in game one. And then after that, you know, it fell off, whatever the case may be. There's no question to his work ethic. The dude works. Absolutely. He just doesn't know how to turn it on when it's very necessary. Right. That take off my headband, I'm flying through like LeBron does. Or Kobe just saying, give me the ball. If I'm going to lose, I will lose Absolutely. on my work. Absolutely. And allegedly, he was in the gym late at night. You know, even in Oakland, they said he went to like one of the universities there and was shooting till 10 after the game, 11 o'clock at night. And I get that. But at some point in time, man, like you've got to have that mentality. And, and my friends get mad at me because I, I say this about LeBron all the time, too. I mean, and, and when we get there, we'll talk about that pass he made to George Hill last night. Mm. And did the end result give them an opportunity to win a basketball game? Absolutely. But James Harden needs to say, you know what? This is my team. Chris Paul isn't here. We're going to live by what I do or die by it. And he chose to die by it by taking the easy route. Yeah. He wasn't getting the calls when he sweeps his arms underneath the people's arms and getting the end ones. And so then it was like, oh, man, like someone stole the secret powers or something. Yeah. And he just disappeared. I think it's interesting. So back when the Rockets and Yao Ming and McGrady were here, there was a game seven we played at home where McGrady came to the podium and he's crying. He said, put it on me. And then you watch Harden after the series. They say, what happened? Well, my teammates, you know, I just don't really know what happened. They just didn't happen in the third quarter. Are you serious, yeah. bro? We're <laughs> yeah. up 11 points. It's on you. Yeah. But the problem is he may be so afraid. Like, if I take all these shots, then it's obvious it's me. And I don't want that heat. It's a real thing, though. It really yeah, is. I believe it. It's I a real it. thing. Like, Kobe didn't care. It's like, I'm yeah. going to shoot it. So if I win it, I better get all the credit. Yeah. No, and if right. I lose it, I'm fine taking the blame. You know why? Because I'm a mamba. Exactly. I'm going to come out the next <laughs> game and do it again. Yep. Well, I, I do think that Harden is right to some degree. He's not the guy, and I don't think he ever will be the guy. That's why I don't know yet. That's why I can't just definitively say if whether it was a failure or a successful season. If he comes back like Dirk and says, you know what, I have a different mentality the next couple of years, then I think it was a successful season. If not, then obviously it was a failure. But I keep on 0 for 27 in a Western Conference Finals is unacceptable. If you're LeBron, if you're Jordan— if you're Dirk, if you're McGrady, and your teammates do that, they're like, yeah, it's, it's on them too. They they missed some. He missed some of those shots too. He did. He, did. he went 0 for 11, stretch, no, like you said, in one between game. 05, um, between game 5 and game 6. At one point, he was 0 for 20. Right, right. You're right. 0 you're for right. 20, 0 for 21. Like, yeah. And they still had an opportunity to win. Exactly. So I think some of that has to fall back on him as leader. No, he's Matt, right. You're right. If you're he right. steps up and just takes a you know a 17-footer. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you see announcers say, all you got to do is see the ball go in the basket? And I don't know if you guys pay attention to it, but when shooters are off, when there's a timeout or something like that, they don't care what basket it's in. They'll grab it. They'll try and shoot it. Yeah. Just, and then the other teams like block it. Like The vets are like, uh-uh, no, sir. You're not mm-hmm. seeing that ball go in this basket. Because as a shooter, once you see that, it just it happened to Clay Thompson last night. I mean, once he started making those shots, it's a wrap. Yeah, I'm Jimmy a, just didn't do it. I'm a bit of Rockets fan, but there was a play in the third quarter that I think could have changed the game. So James Harden does his patented swing move. He goes up for the three. He's clearly going up for three. He banks in the shot. It should be a four-point play. The referee calls it a two-point play. I think little things like that hurt the Rockets because when you're in a stretch, like you just mentioned, yeah. you're missing so many shots. You just want to see something go in. Right. And I think that was a stretch for the Rockets. If we get that back, it may even change the entire game. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And then that's kind of why it's, it's hard for me to just say it's a, a failure. They were so no, close. I, I, they joking. were so close. I mean. They had it. They had it. It, hu- it hurts because we were so close. 
I talked to some people. They were like, man, I rather just got swept and known that we were nowhere close to being the Warriors as opposed to be so close yeah. and we lose. Yeah. You to know? me, it's, it's got to be a success. It is it's a success, success it is. considering it everybody thought was going to be over in three games after right, right. one. <laughs> Charles on Barkley thought was going to be <laughs> over in five. Let me, let, me, let me ask y'all this. If you could switch James Harden for Chris Paul, game six, game seven, and I'll spot you the 10-point lead in, in Golden State in halftime, 11-point lead in Houston, do you think we win either of those games? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like, like we said earlier, me and Trey were on the same page. But I don't know if Chris Paul was on the team. We said Chris Paul was a leader. Absolutely. Chris Paul is definitely the leader of that Rockets team. It is not James Harden. Like, he he cannot be the leader. He doesn't have the demeanor to be a leader. He doesn't. There's nothing they want to follow when they look at James Harden and say, this is the leader of the team. Not yeah. physically, mentally, nothing. Chris Paul's leader that But time. I'll keep bringing this Dirk thing up. When you watch Dirk and them go to the finals, Dirk wasn't the one in the middle of the huddle writing up plays and screaming at his right. teammates. He was just killing it. Right. Absolutely murdering it. When they came to the bench, he would be sitting in one spot. The teammates would be three seats down. Like, this dude is hot. It's, That's what it has to be for James Harden. He's not that. He's not Chris Paul. He's not going to motivate you. He can't motivate me to wake up in the morning, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's not who he is. It's it's funny you say that because I, I – I, always tell people James Harden is a Robin. He's not a Batman. And I can only imagine what would have happened if he would have really come to grips with that. He wouldn't be the person we know today. Maybe, maybe not. But with him and Westbrook, there was a big three a few years ago, and we just didn't know it. And they just didn't know how to play with each other. They were just selfish. But Harden, Westbrook, and Durant, are you are you kidding me? Arguably, three of the last four NBA MVPs were on the same team. I mean, if he gets MVP now, all three of them are on the same team and would have won an MVP. Do you and think they, they win a championship together, though? I, I, I think so. How, how could you beat them? No, but it, it seems logical thinking about it now, I guess. But it kind of doesn't seem logical. Because the way Westbrook plays, he had Paul George on the side, right? He didn't make Paul George any better. Westbrook, this is my personal opinion, he doesn't make anybody around him necessarily better. That's part of the reason why Kevin Durant left in the first place. And then James Harden wasn't going to develop to the player that he is now if he would have stayed on that team. I don't know. I think he would have had. I think he would have had a time, some time to shine. But where I was going with that was my favorite players have been and since since Shaq retired have been Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kevin Durant. Those are my favorite players. So it's funny you keep on bringing up Dirk because, I mean, he's a seven foot basketball player who shoots and doesn't care. And Dirk will Dirk could miss two or three shots in a row pull up, pump fake, pull up and shoot a mid-range jump shot and go back out from 25 feet and make a three-pointer. Like I I love his mentality and for me if James Harden gets that edge, I think it'll be different. But but I think right now he would have already had that. He plays bas- basketball with Chris Paul every summer. Um LeBron James is his buddy, Carmelo Anthony. Those guys have that, he doesn't. I think it's it's you got to lose and you got to lose bad. I don't know how this loss will affect him. That's what it is. Yeah. If this loss affects him the way it affected Dirk, don't forget, after they went to the finals, Dirk had the MVP year, then they lost to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And then after Dirk, after that, Dirk was like, no more. <laughs> I'm not losing like a scrub, no more. And that's what it may take for James Harden. So I'm not going to necessarily call him a Robin because I think he has the skill set to be a Batman. I just think our, our the way we see Batmans are just different. They don't have to be the guy just going out in the night going crazy. He can still be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> He's still Batman. He can still be real smooth and clean with it. So. Yeah. 
But didn't your boy, didn't Chris Paul storm out of the locker room and grab all the stuff and leave? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Alleged, stuff up, I'm just, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Oh, that wouldn't would surprise me. You know, Chris was, Paul is a competitor. He was livid. Man. He was livid. Allegedly didn't really say much, just grabbed his stuff and, and exited the building. I will tell you this. There was a moment where Ryan Anderson came in, in, the, in the game and every Rockets fan was screaming, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Curry saw him and Curry's like, I'm going to cook this boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was, was bad. Uh, yeah, but it was pretty bad. No one expected you guys to get there, and I'm not in for moral victories. And I guess that's I don't know, but no one expected the Rockets to get that far. I guess after a while, people are like, okay, you know, maybe they are for real. Maybe they are for real. Then you get the number one seed in the West, and that's just the way you just expect them to dominate them. They come out game six and game seven, one on one on the road, one at home. You expect them to finish the mission, and I don't know what the difference is between. The first quarter and the third quarter. Oh, if they just changed the names of them, I wonder if it would make people play a little bit different. Yeah. But it happened last night. I mean, it happened the, the same way. Like these guys just the Warriors have a different mentality. I just hope we're not the Sacramento Kings. I really mean that. Because when I was watching that series, it just felt like remember, you know when the Lakers beat the Kings, like, okay, now they're a dynasty. They beat their biggest team That's from true. this point forward. Nobody's taking them down. And I hope the Rockets weren't their kings. Mm, that's interesting. Well, let's. I can't talk about the Rockets anymore. I just give me a headache. Uh, so, game one was the other night. The Warriors prevailed and were able to win that that game. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers threw that game away. I really do. They should have won that game. The refs had something to do with it too. I think also with that um, charging call. That was a charge. That was a charge. I yeah. thought it was a charge. Even if it wasn't a charge, the rule sucks. Yeah, you can't just say, "Okay, let me look at it." He was outside the thing. Okay, I want to take it back. Now it's a yeah. No, no, I would be livid too if I was LeBron James. But I think if they would have won that first game, the whole series would looked a lot different. Oh yeah. Now you know if if the Warriors come back home and win again, there's a lot of pressure on Cleveland to win at home. And I, I don't know if that group of men can do it. I just don't think they can do it, man. I don't know why people are doubting this this group. And all this talk about how LeBron doesn't have any help and blah, 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 blah. Other than Jordan Clarkson, who will not pass. He's a black hole. He will not pass the ball to anybody. And he did the same thing when he was on the Lakers team. You never heard of a guy named Gerald Green? <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers used to have this guy named Brian Cook who did the same thing, man. But Jordan Clarkson will not pass the ball. But other than that... I thought Kevin Love played well. Yep. I thought I thought Love played really well. Tristan Thompson, for the amount of time that he was out there, I don't know how that guy rebounds the ball like that. It's like he's got a magnet on his hands or something like that. I thought he played b- very well. Jeff Green is is reliving some glory days, uh, and so it's a blessing that he's even out there. But I don't think this team is as bad as they think. And if you get people that know your role, he got between him and Love, they scored 72 points. The rest of your team's got to score 45 points to win a game, which is what they should have done. I mean – I don't think I don't think the Warriors had two players score seventy two points last night. I mean, when I watched the game, I saw a Warriors team that had no. The Warriors don't respect anybody, Mm-mm. and they don't need to. Let's be clear about that. But the Warriors don't respect the Cavaliers. Well, they don't respect the Cavaliers, but Curry does have a thing for LeBron. Well, he's the king. Yeah, but he has. There's something that's going on between them. It's pretty interesting to be. This Curry doesn't talk to anybody. Like he started that whole talking with LeBron James. They got a thing to go back and forth. They seem like they're friends, but they have something going on. I don't, I don't know. Where you it notice is. him joking after everything yeah, happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, go but, ahead, Chris. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just, when you watch the game, the Warriors don't respect them. And the problem with the Warriors is you got to make them try. 
So the Rockets got them to the level and said, okay, guys, we actually got to beat this team. And they'll do it in five minutes. <laughs> they'll beat you in five minutes. And with the Cavs, they had a little shot. But I'm not convinced if they win that game, they don't even get swept the rest of the series. Just lose four straight because the Warriors are so much better than them. Um, LeBron is incredible. Can he play better than he did last night? I, I don't know. I really don't know. His shooting was over 50%. Again. Scoring 50 points. There's something that Trey brought up. I don't know if y'all want to go there, but I'm going there right now. It was the first time I ever watched LeBron when he passed it to George Hill, and I was like, LeBron, no, you can't do that. You can't do that because in that situation, if you're LeBron, if I'm going to score 50 points in the finals on the road against a team that has challenged my legacy, I'm taking a shot. Yep. Not George Hill. Definitely not J.R. Smith. It has to be me. And that's the first time I've ever watched LeBron. I was like, man, if this cat misses his free throw, yeah, I'm going to blame LeBron. I mean, I'm going to blame the shooter, George Hill, but, man, I'm going to be mad at LeBron. But I couldn't be mad at LeBron, though, because JR stole the show. Right, right. But those are part of the things that make LeBron so great as well. He's going to make that extra pass. He just is. Can I say something? There's, there's, It's gotten to the point now, I think there should be multiple people, but there's one player that they they, they compare LeBron to. We all know who that is, right? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is passing the ball when he's created a shot to a wide open person to eliminate that pressure from taking. Paxson didn't have anybody in his face. Kerr didn't have anybody in his face. Pippen, didn't, he didn't do that. LeBron stayed at the top of the key with the clock winding down. And this is not a hate on LeBron. Let's get this straight. If you're listening, I'm not hating on LeBron. I'm just saying that for me to cement his legacy, like just exactly what you were just saying, and you and I haven't talked about this. If he does what he does and drives to the basket and make them either foul you or you get a layup, he passed that ball. That was not a great pass to George Hill. I guess he got fouled, but why would you give George Hill the ball beneath the basket when you could get to the same exact spot and cement your legacy forever? All this talk about who's better than who and everything else, that's what I, Kobe Bryant was not passing that ball. In that situation, Michael Jordan is not passing that ball unless those guys are wide open. I'm just being real. And and this is where we likely disagree. But for somebody who watched Kobe's entire career and watched LeBron, I truly believe they're not on the greatness stratosphere. I'm not going to say they're not on the same level. I really believe LeBron is so much better of a player. When you actually watch them, now you can argue Kobe was a better closer and all that. That's great. LeBron's a better player, period. But at that moment, there's there's this that LeBron has to go to the basket on that one, like Trey was saying, or either shoot it, but. When you dominate a game the way he did, I just can't give it to another player. Now, let's let's be very honest. If George Hill makes both three throws and they win the game, we're all saying, great pass, LeBron, but I don't care. I want to be able to say, LeBron, man, you missed it. And I'm cool with that. And I and LeBron has to be able to live with that because nobody can touch his legacy at this point. Nope. But at this point, in game one, scoring 50 points, the legacy was there. Even if they get swept the rest of the series, like, man, LeBron so killed him in game one, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And now he doesn't have that. Now what do we remember? The knucklehead J.R. Smith. That's all we're going to remember from well, this, this game. Well, series is not over. It's not over. It's I mean, not. he can still build a legacy off this series. If they still lose, he can score 50 points in all the games exactly. that they lose. He could. And he could still lose. Okay, so mm-hmm. he could. They could still lose. Possibly. Unless, look, Kevin Love is a good player. He is. But I think he has to almost, he has to get up to their 30s from the win this series. Like, he has scored 30-something points plus. Like, he has to really, not just be solid. He has to be a factor. Like, okay, we got to stop Kevin Love. Like, that's the kind of play. When I look at Kevin Love and what he's supposed to be, and when he brought him here, they have to be able to give the ball to Love. He scores on his own, 
and he'd be a problem. But Love can't score 30 and LeBron score 50. Yes, that, it's yeah. not going to happen. Oh, yeah, it, it can happen. It's not going to happen. happen. It There's can happen. It's not enough shots. No, it can, no, it can happen. It, I mean, I'm just saying if they play around Love and draw up plays for him, oh, yeah, it I, can that, happen. That I agree. But that doesn't happen. That I agree. They, they don't. They, they know. The last, in this game one, they gave him ample opportunities to score. And right. he did, to be honest. He, yeah. he did his part. He missed a couple of shots. He, he I thought played, he should he played, the, he played the best game of the playoff run right. that they've had. Right. Yeah, but, against, but, against the Warriors. But he has to. That can't just be a game where Kevin Love goes home and say, you know, I had a good game against yeah, no, if he no, fought, I don't see that. If he has one of those games where he's a non-factor, they're going to get right. destroyed. And, and, I don't see, and I don't see that happening. But what they did a little bit different yesterday than what they haven't been doing is when LeBron gets the ball, it's pretty much like, um, I don't know, people are running an offense where everybody's outside the three-point line. LeBron's going to drive and kick to somebody. And, Le- and Kevin Love's not down there to get the yep. rebounds. It seems like they just fall in Tristan Thompson's lap. But when Le- when and Kevin Love gets in the game, he's sat outside in that corner and expected to make that three-pointer. That's not going to get shooters hot. That's not going to get them see the ball going to the basket. Yeah. You get three or four attempts a game, then you get mad, you get pissed off because you're not getting the attempts. He's a, he was a former Western Conference All-Star. I say that with him. Western Conference perennial All-Star. At one point in time, he could arguably be the face of the NBA. He was one of the, he was trending towards that, although he was in Minnesota. Yeah. So, I, just, I mean, he's not their savior. He's not the greatest player ever, but I think that he's going to be okay. And I don't. I think the series is far from over. To be honest with you, I mean, I think that. I mean, I think the Warriors will win ultimately, but I think it'll go five or six games. Six games. That well, was my original I, prediction. I think you put Kevin Love on the block like they're trying to do because that guy can flat out score. Absolutely. Particularly when he's confident and he's hot, he can score. Um, I love LeBron. I like what the Cavaliers are trying to do. I just don't know how you're able to overcome what J.R. Smith did. I mean, what he did is. It's not that okay. It's inexcusable. We can get past that. But his explanation at the end, when it, when they're asking him, the reporters is like, "Well, I, th- I knew the game was tied." What that says to me is, you have no respect for your team. That's what that tells me. Because we can all read your list with you telling LeBron, "Oh, I thought the game. I thought we were up." Yeah. How do you go back to your teammates? I would slap that man if I came back to the locker room. Why do I have to answer questions about you messing up and you're not even telling the dude? Truth? LeBron's face. Was hilarious as all hell. That the <laughs> face he made was just so funny. To me. Did you yeah. see the purse he had getting up? That's what makes it funnier with his purse. I didn't see it. <laughs> you got to look at it. Oh he gets God. up with the the suit with the shorts and he has the purse. He calls it a man bag, but that's a man bag that's is funny. a satchel. You can you, put it on. He, homeboy had a purse. You know, I, that's funny. You know, I like to dabble into you know sports lines and stuff like that. Do you know what the over and under in last night's game was at tip off? Was it like twelve or something? Or? Two hundred and fourteen points. That was the over. Oh, and okay, I got the whole the whole game. The whole Bo- game. both teams. I got right. you. I got you. Do you know what the score was at the end of regulation? I forgot. One hundred and seven to one hundred and seven, which was two hundred and fourteen wow. points. It, they hit it on the nose, and so there's people like, "Come on, man, Jr. Smith had to know something because yeah. he took off like." <laughs> He didn't want nobody to touch him. But I don't know if you guys noticed. Go back and watch the replay. After he made the first one, he looks and he's like, like he know, like it's like he knew he he thought he was up. He thought that was the one that was going to be up. Mm. I think he thought it was tied prior to the the shot because yeah. I think that's why LeBron was dribbling the ball forever. I'm like, I know you don't want to give Golden State the ball with any time left, but yeah. you want to they 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 rebound the ball offensively very well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, go 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 because I don't have a race. I mean, a horse in this race. Yeah, like go, and he didn't do it. So what if he got the rebound, shot a quick shot? He said Durant was in his way, and that's why he didn't shoot. It didn't, it didn't look like it was. Yeah, he wasn't there. But let's say he shot that quick shot and missed it, and the Warriors got the ball, called a timeout, and went down and hit the game with a shot. What would be the narrative then? It would have been about two seconds left. 
Um, Enough time. Right. But I blame, I blame everyone. When he got that ball back, how come no one called a timeout? Time the out. coach, LeBron, yeah. everybody's aware. So they were. LeBron called, tried to call a timeout with like 0. 0.5 seconds. But that's left. not the thing. When he got the rebound. Timeout. You, but when he got the rebound initially, it looked like, okay, homie's about to do something. He's going to take a step back and shoot it. But then he kept running. And then at that point, you're prisoner of the moment. Like, you can't <laughs> believe that he's really doing that. Like, you just got to be looking at him. Everybody, everyone yeah. in my house was just confused. Yeah. So, we were confused. So I didn't see the results of everything that happened or what the suspensions and stuff like that with Tristan Thompson and stuff like that. But we were talking about how important Kevin Love was in this game. Did you see him walk on the floor during that altercation? Yeah, I saw him walk on it. That's the first thing I saw, but he's not going to be suspended. He's not. He's not. Oh, okay. The NBA knows better than that. So they've already said he's oh, not. No, he's not. Yeah, the NBA they said, said that? he's not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. that was. They know better. Did Thompson that. get suspended? We don't know yet. They're still reviewing Thompson. I think he's going to get suspended. No, he shouldn't be suspended, man. You can't put a you ball can't put on somebody's You face. can't do that. And Draymond's, and Draymond's green face, <laughs> you could do that. And especially after what happened in their la- the series two years ago when Draymond you know, got suspended. And I think it would be really tough for them not to spend, suspend Tristan Thompson. Um, but when you do that, so that, that play stood out to me because I thought they should consider that with Kevin Love because the rule's a rule. But what many people haven't been talking about was the defensive presence of JaVel McGee to start that third quarter. Man, I was like, JaVel McGee. And then he got a shack in a full moment in there. But when JaVel McGee stayed in front of LeBron James like two possessions in a row, mm-hmm. uh, he could he was tired. He couldn't give up to dunk. He couldn't do anything. He hadn't played a lot. He didn't play much against the Rockets, which surprised me. But JaVel McGee's played those first six. He played three minutes in the Rocket series and played six minutes last night during the stretch of that game that literally changed that game. If Tristan Thompson doesn't play, I really think that someone like JaVale McGee could literally wrap this thing up in four with his presence. You know what pisses me off the most about the NBA? The stupid two-minute report. You know when they come in and say the mistakes they made? So the two-minute report comes out, and the NBA says that Draymond Green actually had a lane violation on the second free throw that George Hill shot. So what should have happened, it should have been called for the violation, and George Hill should have got a second free throw. What's the point of us knowing that? Wow. I don't understand that. Like, for why are you telling me that? About. Exactly. But why are you telling me this? If you're not going to tell me that for the whole game, don't tell me at all. Because yeah. it's nonsense. Did you hear that Van Gundy was talking about this last night? I guess they, they critique every call that's made or not made. Right, right. He was about that and, last and night. And so he was saying, like, why don't they just don't release they, that also? Yeah, and they don't. They just released the last two minutes. So why don't they give us everything? But, uh, yeah, I think they we'd see that they really, they mess up a lot. They're human, They're though. human. Yeah, they're human beings. They're going to mess up a lot. I'm fine with them messing up, but you can't mess up yeah. with two minutes left. Right, you can't, but it happens because that play with LeBron—that was a charge. Period. That was not a charge. You don't think it was a charge? That was a blocking foul. That was a blocking foul. I thought it was a charge. I think he was moving, and then at the but moving doesn't the, matter. Right, but at okay. the very end, they said he has to be in the defensive position. You could see him turn his shoulder a little bit like this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he was not. Necessarily Does he have to be squared up like that? Even no, but, if he's, even if he is no. turned, but you can't be as long as he just has to be in legal guard and position. Right, but that's what the rule says. Watch the replay. Once he slides in front of him as he's gathering, he goes like this. That's not a legal guard and position. Uh, yeah, guarding position. Well, so I think that's why they call. Well, it. let me ask you this: Did you like the change when they flipped the call? If it was going the other way, yes. And when I say I, they went, he went like this. I know we're on the um, yeah. They don't have vision, so I'm just saying like he dipped his left shoulder and mm-hmm. turned into to Kevin Durant. I thought that was the right call. So for me, like especially like you know, I run these leagues and stuff like that. Get the call right. So whether the initial call was right or wrong, get it right. Like let's fix it. And, but that means. If you want to do it with that play, you might as well just on every single play do it. review it. I don't like the fact that that's the only play that they can review and then overturn. 
they just should make it one way it, for, for everything. Do you, do you it would think be we'll see challenge flags? No. But to me, I definitely don't want challenge flags because it slows the game down in the heat of the moment. Not in basketball. Not no in way. basketball. But it would be equivalent as if you're watching a baseball game and they call balls and strike the whole game. And then all of a sudden, in the bottom of the night, they're like, well, wait a minute. Let's go review that ball. <laughs> or see if it's, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. But, I mean, I thought I thought it was the right call. I really do think it was the right call. I think that was, I mean, and to be 6'9", 270, and flopping like that, that's a That's, that's a how you take stuff. a charge, That's man. not how you take a charge. That's, you got to. You that's got to, you not got to, how you take a charge. If he just stood there like a brick wall, like he is, and he nothing happened. Dished, he would have dished the ball to Draymond Green, and Draymond Green would have had a dunk. But- I mean, I'm just, I mean, look, be, I'm being honest with you. And I, I had no, I didn't care who won that game last night. Um, but I just don't think that, I don't, I, th- I think that was a charge. I thought it was right. If it would have been the other way, I thought it would, if Durant would have did that to James, I would have said that was a charge too. Um, I just yeah. didn't want them to overturn anything. Just look at it from the way it is, keep it as is, because that just changes the whole mm-hmm. game. You know, just, just keep it the way it is. There should be no, this, that's like an, an, the NFL, right? You throw a pass to to somebody, right? And they catch it, and you're trying to figure out if they caught the ball or not. You say he caught the ball, but in reviewing it, it was offensive pass interference or something like that. So we're going to change the whole thing around. You can't just you can't do that. Just call one call and that's and leave it as it is. I yeah. think they should do that. I, that's, 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 do I knew that. you would say that. But I that's do. A I whole, think that's, that's that. a whole. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a whole other thing, but it's just it gets to the point where for the viewer it ruins the game. At some point, with all the technology we have, we have to have a conversation. Technology versus getting the call right, right, correct. But then how much do you sacrifice the beauty of the game? That's what the NBA did last night. Whether you think it's a block or charge, that's fine. But once they call that charge, let it be. Well, don't we do this in college football now with like the targeting rule? Like They'll call targeting or unnecessary roughness, mm-hmm. and then they'll go back and say, okay, that really was. So you're now you're ejected. So the referee doesn't have to eject you. We just make the call to be able to, to see if we can. Because if we don't make a call at all, we can't review anything. So at least here we can make a call and then get it right. And I think that's what referees do. Is that only for targeting, though? I believe so. It's only for targeting. It's okay. only for targeting. I would have yeah. been cool last night with a no call on that play. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I would fine with that. I agree. I just think that turned the balance of the series and possibly the whole final. And I want to say the Cavs got the rebound. I know after the whistle, people don't go after that, but the yeah. Cavs got the rebound. We've been their ball anyway. So the no call, I, I think that, that would have been a good call, too. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good call, too. But this is going to be interesting. Game two is is I don't want to say do or die because you can't really say that if LeBron James is playing, but it's it's do or die. It's do or, nah, it's do or die. If the Cavaliers truly have a chance, if the Golden State, they just have to hold home court. That's all the Cavs have to if do. If Golden State wins game two, you're trying to tell me the Cavs, this Cavaliers team could beat them four out of five times? Look, I don't <laughs> think I don't think they have a chance anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm just saying, if this game, the the game they should have won was game one. Yeah, that was their opportunity. I have. I don't think they have a shot in you know what to win game two. They're gonna lose game two. Yeah, I agree. But if that. they do lose game two, at least go back home and hold home court. I don't think it's all the way over because they were down when they had Kyrie Irving. How, they were down what? Were they down three games to one? Three to one. Three to one, and they came back. Okay, yeah. so. If they go by that, they still have a shot. If they lose game two, you think Cleveland has a shot. So you think they're going to win game two, basically. That's Cleveland? what you're talking Yes. They have to win game yeah, two. It's a so, must win. It's a so must win. They have to. Just say, just say on air, they're going to win game two. I didn't two. say they're going to. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. They have to win game two. Because that may, game two 
could possibly, possibly be the last time LeBron James plays in that arena wearing an Eastern Conference uniform. I'm being honest. No, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, especially. I don't especially know where he, I don't know where he's going. Night. I guess we can talk about that next, but I don't know where he's going. Houston. You think it's gonna be Houston? Uh huh. I think New York is, is a dark horse. I think New York, New York is a dark horse. New York, horse. what? The Knicks, the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks, the New York Knicks <laughs> are, are a dark Yankees, horse. Um, I guess we can just transition to that right now. I mean, if the LeBron James were to come to Houston, that would be awesome. <laughs> look at the look like, on your face. I, I, just, I will be. <laughs> This is the look I had when my daughter was born. So it, it, it'll be this. <laughs> I would be so happy. But I do think there's some other options. I think LA is still, the Lakers are still mm-hmm. in the back. Especially if Paul George goes there, he might consider going there also. But I think there's something that's telling him, I want to stay in the East. I think Boston is going to be a powerhouse next year if they stay healthy. Boston is going to be. You think? They're going to be a powerhouse. Yeah. They're going to be a powerhouse. And that's going to be the only obstacle in his way next year if he stays in the East. But if he goes to the West, if he goes with Houston, of course it's only going to be Golden State in his way. But I just think there's something about going, staying in the East and continuing, going to nine straight Eastern Conference Finals. That, weak, that's a weak move. Is it weird to stay in the East? Oh, that was, you're talking about him. He's the one that said that was a weak move. You're looking that's at the wrong person. If he, stays the wrong... In the East, if he stays in the East, I think it's only to try and Keep going what he's got going. Right, I, right. I, and I think I think it's a big thing for him. Okay, so if you're saying he's not saying the East. You're convinced that the best team in the West would be Houston. For the best fit for him, but only if they could sign Capella. If they can't sign Capella and mm-hmm. LeBron James, they, it doesn't work out. Yeah, they're going to be it's the same team. Talent. It's not. It's not going to be. No, it don't have to be the same team. It is going to be the same team. No, with LeBron James, they'll be. I mean, they'll be better. But who are they going to have? They can't. I mean, Ryan Ant is. They're going to be in trouble. They're, they'll be in trouble because Capella outplayed Big Cat. Who are they playing in the second series? Rudy Gobert? Yeah. They, no, he's talented. Who's going to play they center need, for they him? Need, they need somebody at center, man. I mean, they're going to have, they're going to pick up someone eventually. Yeah, but they're going to pick up a David West or, you know, the, JaVale so McGee. So you, you, would, you would rather keep Clint Capella on the team than pick up LeBron James? I just, I didn't say that. Okay. I, I'm saying that if you get LeBron James, you're going to have to sacrifice quite a few other players. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but, but, you, but get LeBron James first. We'll think about the rest later. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm saying. If Clint that, Capella goes A. Isn't that what Cleveland tried to do? When they got LeBron and Kevin Love and and they had Kyrie, yeah. isn't that what they tried to do? Like, let's get this group of guys together, Dwayne Wade, and then we'll figure out everything else. That didn't work. It didn't work. That's what this with, this, with this, Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah Thomas or them. This yeah. Thomas, oh yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. That was. But you know, but this, even this, last year, the thing about this Cleveland team too is it's not even really built around LeBron. That's odd to say because any team you put LeBron on, they're going to win. But it's not built around them either. It's just a bunch of guys playing together. That's it. And LeBron is still doing what he's doing. Right. So when you get Chris Paul, who needs 300 dribbles a game, you get Jimmy, who needs about 483 dribbles a game, and you get LeBron, who has about 400 dribbles a game, what's going to happen? Well, that's what we said when Chris Paul came here, too. I told you Chris Paul was – I love Chris Paul. I told you Chris Chris Paul would share the basketball. Jimmy's the problem. Even if Jimmy's going to be a problem, LeBron James is going to solve it. (laughs) (laughs) You got me calling him Jimmy. Even if he's going to be a problem, LeBron James is going to – it's going to yeah. set that straight. He yeah. just is. You're going to have to get some people to sign for next to nothing. But I, I, I really think. I mean, this is if I'm LeBron James, right? I'm thinking to myself, <coughs> I'm not really able to beat these people. No one's been able to beat these people. And the Rockets team that I'm looking at right now, with Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon mm-hmm. and Trevor Ariza, um, they took them to seven games. Imagine throw just add a little LeBron James to that. 
and see what happens. Add a little LeBron, take out a little Harden. Yeah, I think that's probably a championship right they, there. They, I mean, they would win the championship. I think if I if I were LeBron and I want an opportunity to win multiple championships. I don't know about Houston because I think Houston may win you one. He I can't mean, go to Boston, Philly. I say Philly's Philly. not going to work. Not with Ben Simmons. Now that's not going to work to me. I think that would work. I think it would work. That means Ben Simmons have to change up his game. Well, I, I think LeBron would be the vehicle for Ben Simmons to be what everybody thinks he could be. Because Embiid is a beast beyond his years. That dude is that dude could play in the finals tomorrow and dominate because he's that good. And if Marco Fultz is half because he was garbage this hot garbage this season, but he was the number one overall pick, and I think he didn't get an opportunity to show who he is. I think Philly has a, a good chance if I were LeBron with talent, with money, because they could get LeBron plus other players as well. Right. Philly, Philly looks good to me. And you don't have to blow up the team. There's nothing to blow up. You just come and they add more? Why not? I mean, people have been saying Philly for a while. I just don't know how that's going to work with Ben Simmons. Yeah. I think it's going to stun his growth a little bit. I, I think I think you're absolutely right. And I got a couple of friends saying the exact same thing. Ben Simmons would take a step back, and I don't know if they're ready for that. I mean, LeBron, what has he got? Three, four more years? Hey, man, he looks like a beast right now at 30, whatever. Yeah, I don't know how many years yet. He's like Tom Brady, man. Yeah, he's getting he's, he's a machine. I, I think, and I love LeBron, I think his fall is going to be bad. Yeah. Because he, he's just playing too good for too long. Your body can't do it. Yeah, yeah. But they gotta. I mean, they gotta watch out for what's gonna happen in Boston. Boston looks amazing. Boston, I mean, and I'm not saying it because I'm a Duke fan and Jason Tatum played his butt off. But for those injuries, for them to get the season that they get out of those kids with the injuries they had, could have been a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. because you know what Hayward's got, you mm-hmm. know what Kyrie Irving's got. Al Horford played out of his mind most games. But with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, who thought Marcus Smart had that type of game in him? But the problem with Boston is somebody's going to have to take a step back. The the issue is you have these young players getting these big minutes. So then you have Gordon Hayward coming back. Gordon Hayward believes he's a star. I think he's a role player at best. I'm I'm not a big fan of Gordon Hayward. But at the end of the day, he's still a very good player. I'm not trying to knock him. Then you Kyrie coming back. Kyrie's all world. What do you do with Brown and Tatum. I think you got to trade one of them during the offseason. Not Tatum. So, no. Oh, no. Tatum. 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 So, I, I don't Tatum. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is no trade. Nobody. I agree with you. Tatum so is going to stay. Brown. It's Brown. Yeah. I think because they just have too many guards. And I think frustration would creep in with that team. Because expectations are going to be sky high for How the old are you? season. How old are you? 26. You're 26. So, you're part of this generation, too. All those kids have been playing AAU basketball since they were little. And they don't play with no bums. They play on those traveling teams that play with a lot of superstars who know exactly how to share the basketball. So I don't think that that's going to be an issue for them. The issue for them is getting a perimeter defender like a Kawhi Leonard to join that type of team. And if they can get rid of maybe a Smart and a Morris and maybe a Brown for a Kawhi Leonard. That's what I was, that's oh what I was leading to. my yeah. goodness. That's going to be dangerous. That's the end of the words dynasty right there. <laughs> I mean, I think it is as is. Yeah. If they continue on the path they're on, the Warriors are going to be in trouble because they play team basketball and they don't divert from that. Right. They don't get rattled at right. all. The only thing they have to work on is they have to play better on the road. Right. That's That was their downfall. This is a young team. Though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I think it with is. Kyrie, Kyrie changes that. Right. It does. Yeah. And they gained a lot of experience on this run Absolutely. that they're on. And the, the coaching... I can't say enough for what Great they've day. done out there with that coach. You, it's see, like, you see, I don't want to go somewhere crazy in this podcast, but I think he's probably one of the most overrated coaches Brad in Stevens? the history of the NBA. No, 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 no
we're not doing part two tonight. No, we ain't doing part two tonight. <laughs> just Marvin Lewis all I just, over I just, I just, I just want to be very clear. The heated debate when about I, Brad when Stevens. I say When I say people, when people hear overrated, I was, the first thing you hear overrated is like, oh, that dude sucks. Like I'm saying he sucks. That's not what I'm saying. He's a very good NBA coach. But everybody's saying, oh, man, look what he's done with this team with all these injuries. Bro, he had Al Horford, who's been a perennial all-star in that conference for how many years now? Almost 10 years now? Okay. You got Al Horford. You have how many lottery picks on your team? They have like four or five lottery picks on one team that just didn't pan out. Let's just be real. Marcus Smart is a lottery pick. Jason Tatum is a lottery pick. Brown is a lottery pick. I mean, those are three lottery picks on one team. How many NBA teams can boast that many lottery picks? He's a good coach, the but he's not. Sixers. Yeah, they're good, but they got injured. And they lost because of coaching. The Lakers. No, they did not lose because of coaching. Yeah, they lost they a couple lost. of games no, no, no. there. They, 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 a, they lost a couple of games there because lose, of their coach. They didn't lose games because of coaching. That's they not why they this, lost. In this playoff That's run? That's not why they lost. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I agree with you. We. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done with Trey, bro? <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, too. <laughs> hey, it's been a long time. Maybe when we get to accommodate one another again, we'll start disagreeing again. But look, look. On Chris's note, look. I understand what you're saying. But Brad Stevens' track record from where he's been to where he's at now is consistent. Yeah. I mean, if this has been the first year, yeah. I would have kind of agreed with but you. But let's be very, very clear to our listeners. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. No, no, no. I'm just you tired say of everybody saying, say he's oh my God, this guy's just working did you watch? Did you watch? out of nothing. Did but you he's watch not playing with it? Like Trey just said, this guy has an AAU squad of 20-year-olds. All lottery picks. No, bro. He's a very good coach. I'm not knocking that. But let's stop acting like he's working with nothing. That's so who's all the, who's I'm the saying. best coach in the league right now? Greg Popovich. <laughs> and where is Antonio Spurs right now? They, they're sleeping. Uh, they're, 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 they're out of there. <laughs> they're out of there. So as far as the coach that did the best with what they had to work with. It was Greg Popovich. No. I, it is. It is. Look, look, look. Ask Greg Popovich. I don't care if you have a lottery pick or not. If you have a group of young players that are inexperienced, even with that group, they showed how inexperienced they were. Absolutely. They could not win on the road for nothing. They won one game on the road yeah. in Philly in overtime that they should have lost. Yeah, I agree. They still showed how inexperienced they were. That that team is well coached. I, I can't and I'm not And I'm not no, 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 knocking no. that. I'm not saying, I'm saying he's, not, he's not overrated. I, I, I don't think he's overrated. Okay, fine. If, if the word is not overrated, what I'm tired of hearing is people are just saying he's working. It's like he's working with dirt. Like he's working with what LeBron's I you, got. In I feel Cleveland. you with that. He has a, a talented You're right. team. You're That's right. all I'm saying. Right. His team is super talented, and he's maximizing that talent. I'm not. I'm not knocking that. But let's just stop acting like his team and doesn't have talent. That's the key word, like that. He is maximizing and, that and, talent, and that's what makes him a great bro, bro, Listen, listen, to this though. Prior to Jason Tatum, I don't know if I could say that because don't forget, Marcus Smart was an is he's a good gritty player, but this cat is a lottery Basket pick. Case. That's he's true. He's a lottery pick. That's true. He's supposed to be a good player. Yeah, but Brad Stevens was making in-game adjustments. He was talking X's and O's. Like he reminded me of young great Greg coaches. Pop- yeah. yeah, Greg Popovich. Absolutely. And I was just like, look at this kid. Like he, I think he's my age. Actually, there was Maybe a play a they younger. ran to Al Horford to win a game that was like brilliant. I was like, what was that? That was a great play. I agree with that. All I'm saying is, I don't want nobody coming at me. All (laughs) I'm saying is, his team is not garbage. I agree. They are a very talented team, even without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. That's all I'm saying. That team is a playoff team regardless. Well, as far as where that that team was built... I got to give Danny H some kudos too, as far as all the moves that they've made. Fleecing Philadelphia, fleece them boys with Jason Tatum. Yeah, they fleece Cleveland, the Lakers to get Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean pretty much. I mean I curse Lonzo Ball out every day. 
I mean, like, why did we fall for that fool's goal and take and pass up on Tatum to take Lonzo Ball? Like that just and I know Tatum and Ingram, you know, are similar players, but no, sir. I mean, the Lakers got Randall, Tatum. I mean, I'm sorry, Ingram. I wish they had Tatum. Um, Ball, they've got lottery picks too. They're nowhere near where they're at. Nowhere near. It's not Kuzma. Kuzma played his butt off this season. Kuzma's Kuzma a talented was, yeah, player. Kuzma was very, He's very a talented good. talented player. But I mean, I just think it takes a special coach. No, no harm. I love Luke. I think Luke Walton's good too. But I think there's some other teams with that amount of talent that doesn't ha- don't have the leadership yeah. that Stevens brings. And I think that's why Gordon Hay- Hayward said it. And I think last summer during the podcast, I was saying he's going to go play with his coach. He knows what he's getting, and that yeah. consistency. I, I think I think they have beef with his coach next year when his coach says, "Yeah, I'm playing Tatum, not you." Yeah, that's sit on be, that bench that's be to ride that pine. <laughs> that's gonna be tough. Man, Tatum is. Yeah, he's the truth. Who's man. ever dunked on LeBron before? Not like that. Has anybody ever done LeBron before? I mean, somebody's probably dunked on him. We can go back. I, I don't remember. But not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. Not, not like that. Playoffs? And then he goes, <laughs> Not in the playoffs. And, and then he goes, Bumble? And then he goes, Bumble? And then, bumble? And then comes back LeBron? next possession to three? Oh, my God. That boy, that was his, that was his yeah. moment. If they would have won that game, that would have been his defining I thought that moment. was it. I thought it I was, thought too. Was I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, there it is. Ross is going to define. And they would have gave... This Warriors team some would, problems. The athleticism would have been yes, tough for this Warriors yes. team. Yes, and they play team basketball. They play well at home. When they go to Golden State, they would have gotten but, <laughs> yeah. trucked on. But, but do, do, do you guys know Tatum's story with his mom and stuff like that? Have you heard about that? Bits and pieces. Of so it. his mom grew up seeing a mom. They did a lot of volunteering and giving back. His mom, he moved his mom to Boston. They actually stay in the same apartment complex, condominium complex. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those players that's so grounded. So, yeah. I mean, he's just... Look at his story. He's just a great. His mom lives like above him in the condominium place. So maybe we're below. Him. I don't remember if it was above or below. But I was just thinking about that. Imagine that you're one of the best players in the rookie class, big contract, lottery pick. You're like, you know what, mom? I'm going to Boston. You're gonna move with me. Like that just shows you how grounded this kid is. And when yeah. you hear him talk, I mean, you could tell that that he's gonna be good for a he's long a time. Man. He is a dookie. and I love it. I absolutely love it. I, so I'm like, how can I get a Tatum jersey if I'm a Lakers fan? I don't know if I I can get a Celtics jersey, but I, I I'm a I'm a huge fan of that kid. Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's the next big thing for real. Yeah. When when you have playoff runs like that. That's when you really know, okay, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the guy that's going to take the next step. Yeah. Jason Tatum we, showed me something that We sir. hope so. I don't want to ride him too hard right, right, because right. it's just a, such a small stretch with, honestly, no expectations. Mm-hmm. Because at, at the end of the day, nobody expected anything from them, so it's easier. Right, yeah. right. And so, he has all the right tools around him, too, as well. Yeah, he, has, he has the tools to do it, but I'm just not going to push it so far yet. And don't sleep on your boy Alonzo. You don't, don't sleep on that, man. That he dude has, has a lot of work game. to do. He has work to do, but he has game. It's my only problem with him has always been his dad, he, his dad, and, and <laughs> the things he has around him. If he was like in Minnesota or something like that, I might agree with you. But the spotlight in L.A. and his father being there, that's hard for him, man. It's going to be hard for him. He has the talent. He does. He shows flashes, but I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be interesting, man. There's a lot of lot of good kids out there. This next season, I think, is going to be crazy. But Donovan Mitchell, Jason, the NBA is a great man. All about Donovan, that man, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. That <laughs> man is the truth. He's the truth. He he needs. <laughs> he is the truth. I mean, more so in the series before the Rockets series, he really he stepped it up. That's another player. He's like, okay, this guy is on his way. He reminds me, 
at his age now of a more talented Dwayne Wade. At yeah. his age. I'm not saying he's better than Dwayne That's, now. No, I get you. But get at you. his just his ability to finish right, left. And he has this patented move. Like it's almost like a floater, but I don't know what it is, because I've never seen it. But it's so good when it goes to the lane because he doesn't need to get all the way to the basket to right. get the hoop and it spares his body. Mm-hmm. And his shooting is already phenomenal. If it grows from where it is yeah. now, he's like a, a better Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I think that's that's what he could be. It's it's crazy. And the NBA is in good hands, man. They've got this this talent in I mean, the best is yet to come though. I can't I can't wait. I mean basketball season's just ending, but with the promise of what's to come with this free agency and then the next I just wanted to hurry up and get here because I don't, I, I'm just I, I'm hooked right now. Maybe it's just because my Cowboys ain't been doing too well lately. But I, I can't wait for the NBA to start all over again. Oh yeah, man, it's gonna be good, man. That was good, guys. It's been a long time. It has been. Y'all, y'all showed up today. <laughs> I didn't have to be here, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, it was it was a pleasure. I'm glad you're back on the show, Trey. As always, it was a pleasure, man. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast as well. Um, please continue to listen to us. Subscribe to the show. Um, we're going to try to kick out as many shows as possible for you and keep this thing consistent. All right. Anything else, guys? Anything else there? Oh, shout out to Laker Nation, Cowboy Nation. Oh, I should have said anything. We're back. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.